This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. Little GTO, you really look at GTO, wow. <laughs> that song brings so many good memories back to me. So, yes, you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And how fun today's show is God's Car Show. So how cool is that for a topic if you're the Christian car guy? God's car show. And so last week, you you may know I had uh, Bob Young host for me because I was actually at the Sweetwater uh, Baptist Church car show in Douglasville, Georgia. We're going to talk a lot about that, but that was just so much fun. So I had to just start us off today with, you know, 409 by the Beach Boys. Who could forget that? And one of my all-time, all-time favorite songs little GTO by Ronnie and the Daytonas, if you remember that. <laughs> so we may hear a little bit more from that, you know, as we go through the show today. But today's show, as always, like Sesame Street, is brought to you by the Hebrew letter Zion. Did you know there was a Hebrew letter named Zion? It's a really cool letter, and we're going to talk a lot about that, Bill. Did you know it? Well, I, I think I remember you mentioning that letter before. <laughs> So interestingly, to get kind of, you know, when I went to this car show, I was amazed, as I always am, at how God is in certain events and other events you go to and he's not there. But this event, he was clearly there and you could see the way that things were coming together, that they were organized in a way to love on their community and love on people. And I want to share some of those ideas of that But I've never, ever forgotten, I had an opportunity one time to interview the Kendrick brothers, which do all the movies, Courageous and War Room, and and maybe you saw Fireproof back in the day. Flywheel was the one on cars, that who could ever forget that? So anyway, when they came out with the movie War Room, I got a chance to interview them on another show that I do. And I asked them, I said, how do you guys do such great movies? What, what's the secret behind, you know, you always come out, I've never seen anything they did that wasn't outstanding. And he goes, and I've never forgotten Alex's answer. Alex Kendrick said to me, Robbie, there are good ideas and there are God ideas, right? <laughs> and we only work on God ideas. And so not to totally ruin the movie that they just came out with, but I don't think it's in theaters anymore, but they did it, you know, it was called Show Me the Father. And in that, it showed exactly how that process worked for these guys. Because um, Alex's brother, I'm thinking it's Stephen, was going to adopt his child. And he got it on a plane. He felt God was giving him this idea to adopt a child. 
on February 14th, 2011. And he wrote it down in his Bible, God saying, you know, I want you to adopt a child. So he, he gets off the plane, calls his wife. He says, honey, I, God's telling us we got to adopt a child. The wife says, oh, I've been praying for that for two years. Well, this, the, the interesting thing about that story is they already had lots of children. Okay. And they were actually still capable of having more children because they have another child after that. But nonetheless, this is what happened. And so they got a hold of an agency in China and they began to send in applications to these babies. And they would get these pictures. And of course, you and ooh and ah, and a lot of these, these babies would, you know, have some kind of birth defect or something. And you would think, oh, this has got to be the one. This has got to be the one, God. But Stephen kept on saying, no, I'm not, fe- this isn't the one. And the adoption agency, his wife was broken heart every time. This goes on and on and on over several kids to the point that they quit sending him any more pictures because they think he's not serious. But apparently they got desperate because after about six weeks, they finally sent him another picture of a child. And this time Stephen goes, yep, that's the one. That's the one right there. So they ended up adopting this child. And what's more than remarkable about it is this this child had more defects and heart defects and all this stuff than the rest of the children. But what they find out is the child's birthday is on February 14th, 2011, while he was on the plane, right? God got a hold of him telling him, and of course, they, if you watch the movie, they're going to show you the child and all the, you know, the relationship with her other children and all this stuff because it was a God idea, right? And, and so how... How do you tune, I, I, from my standpoint, it all has to do with tuning your heart to WGOD, okay? You tuned in today to the radio station WTRU. If you're in Winston-Salem or maybe it's KCIS where you are, I, I don't know because, the, you know, west of the Mississippi, they're different, you know. So I guess if you're west of the Mississippi, you have to turn into, you know, KGOD, okay? But if you're east of the Mississippi, we're going to tune into WGOD. But how do you tune your heart to hear to know, okay, yeah, that was a God idea right there. I would love to hear you share that. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. And, and I want to share, you know, I had been praying all week for this car show that God would tell me what, because I was supposed to speak to the crowd as, as they were waiting on trophies, which I'll get into in a minute. But I was waiting, waiting, waiting for God to give me what it was I was supposed to say. And I knew you know, I would come up with ideas that just it wasn't it. This wasn't it. This wasn't it. But when he gave me the idea, guess what idea he gave me? Bill? He, said, he said, I want you to talk about the two most important pieces of advice you ever got in your life and how they helped you tune your heart. This was his idea. It wasn't mine. That's how I know it's a good idea. <laughs> you know, I could immediately tell you didn't come up with that one, Robbie. How do you, how do you tune your heart? to WGOD, because we are east of the Mississippi here in Winston-Salem. But anyway, 866-348-7884. So when it came to this car show, right, I, I wrote down these tips, and I put them there at my um, website. If you go to christiancarguy.com, it's called God's Car Show. And so here I show what I think are the key ingredients that God gave these folks at Sweet Water Baptist Church um, in order to put on this amazing car show, and yes, we are going to get to the letter Zion eventually. Just stick with me. It's all going to come together for you. But the first ingredient that I saw that clearly God had instilled in these people 
and I think the way that I know their heart was tuned to WGOD <laughs> was, man, everything, everything about this event was based on love. Love for the members of their church, love for food. Okay, I'm going to tell you because they have awesome food. They had love for cars. But more than anything, they had a love for their neighbor, and, and you could sense that they wanted to do an event that had everything to do with reaching unsaved people with the message of Jesus Christ, right? Because if you really, really, really love God, you know how it hurts him that there's people that, that are going to hell. I mean, it's, it's a horrible thing. So if you really, really, really are tuned into that, you know, God hurts for everybody that doesn't know about Jesus. And he, he hurts for everybody that, that isn't, isn't part of that deal. So this thing is, is, is in doing a car show, which, you know, nobody could stand behind a car show. And I could tell you all about these cars, can I, Bill? Oh, yes. <laughs> Every bolt, nut. <laughs> I love these cars. But what's way more important than that is God's heart, right? And, and he wants these people that don't know him. They may love cars, and that's the reason that they tune into your show, Robbie. Or they may, you know, love people is the reason that they, you know. But in order to get to heaven, we have to accept Christ, right? And, and we have to realize that that idea was way above any idea we could ever imagine. That was a God idea to send Jesus, right, to die for our sins. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, and so, like, how can you structure an event to make this happen? Well, you know, it's wisdom that people love to eat, Bill. They just do. If it's good food. Yeah. And so one of the things they did, which to me is just pure genius, is they have a barbecue contest within their church, okay, this same time while during the car show. So by putting on this barbecue contest, they had 14 different barbecue shoulders that were available that were going to be, you know, judged to see who had the best barbecue, which, by the way, the pastor came in second because <laughs> there was a four-way tie for a second. But anyway, <laughs> you can imagine all this barbecue because all these people were working on this contest. And, and so here are all these people, and it was, I'm telling you, it was absolutely delicious. And, and so I don't know about you, but free food is a definite plus if I want to go to an event, Right. And and here all this was supplied by the church lovingly because they were all having fun with the contest, like who's going to win the barbecue contest. And and so, interestingly, they started the event at, at 10. By 11, they had the food out. And, and, oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just part of how people are getting fed. But, again, there's something more important to get fed <laughs> than barbecue. I know you may find that hard to believe, but it is, it's true. So we're going to be hopefully spending some time with that. But I would love to hear from you. How do you tune your heart to WGOD or KGOD, depending on where you are? 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Little GTO, you really looking fine. Green deuces and a four-speed. God's car show today on the Christian Car Guy Show. So how fun we get to talk about car shows. Maybe you've been to an outstanding car show and you want to share what you learned from the way that they did it. And I was 
Do I am doing that today on our show. I've gone to the Sweetwater Baptist Church. And it's right outside of Atlanta in Douglasville, Georgia. It's on, you know, not far off Interstate 20 as you're headed towards Birmingham, Alabama. But nonetheless, we had a great time and there was so much, so many God ideas that I saw in it. And so I'm, I can't help but note, like, how do you tune your heart to God ideas? How do you know, okay, that was, that must have come from God, Bill? Well, when I'm, the the big points of my life was I was at church and at church we'd been in a long time and I was over the Christian Action Committee so my main thing was which organization got a check and the we had a interim pastor who said I want you to go to this dinner I was going why do I need to go to this I just cut a check why in the world do I no I want you to go to this dinner so I show up and there's a group called the Gideons and a bunch of old guys. I oh <laughs> I sit down and there's a banner. I see the banner, new members meeting, and I mean I was fit to be tied. I was spitting nails. I just was waiting to get hold of that minister. Sitting meeting, and there's this guy there that's just doing a hard sell. I still he is just ah uh, frustrating the ever loving what out of me, and and he's wanting me to sign up. And I said, well, first I hadn't prayed about this yet. Second, I'm not going to make a time commitment without talking to my wife about this. And third, I'm not real sure exactly what it is that you want me to commit to. And I'm sitting there, and I'm he's doing a hard close. And I mean, I am just absolutely ready to. I'm walking. I'm being an insurance salesman. Oh right? man, you oh. know a hard close when you smell it, right? Well, not only that, I got <laughs> friends that are car salesmen. You know. <laughs> And I'm walking out of that meeting going, God, if you want me to do this, you're going to clear my calendar. Ha, 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 ha. I had a Cub Scout troop that I was leading in one of the poorer sections in town. I'd gotten the church hooked up to support it. We had having all these problems with these kids running around the church and with some of the older members not terribly pleased with these. And I mean... The, the Sunday I got the the head over all the Sunday school classes says, you know, Mixon, you got more of your kids coming to the church than our members do. And I was thinking, what a nice thing to say. It took me about an hour to realize that really wasn't the spirit <laughs> that it was delivered in. And one of the kids had, um, one of the elders was upset at one of the kids. I'm going, what in the world am I going to do? Well, I get a call the next day, and this nice lady that the apartment complex we were working out of said, I've got some folks that I need to have call and talk to you. And they called, and they said, we want to set up something called Kids Cafe. We are in a church right across from the apartment complex, and we've got six volunteers. Three nights a week, we're going to tutor the kids. We're going to provide them a meal. It's going to be an hour of study. We're going to help them with their homework. I said, you got six volunteers? Well, no, we got six for each night. I said, well, how in the world? I got three different churches that are willing to do this. I said, you know, that is just absolutely spectacular. You know, that's sort of why we set up the Cub Scout group. But why are you calling me? And they said, well, the manager said that if you weren't behind this and if you didn't go talk to the kids' parents, that there wasn't any way in the world that these kids would, uh, parents would let them come. And I said, oh. And I said, and one of the nights is the night that you do Cub Scouts. <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, all in all, the, it was an easy decision to help them switch. Well, the next day I get a call 
and somebody says the head of the the principal at the elementary school gave me your name and number and um you know we just moved down down to this area and uh, I'm trying to figure out how to get plugged into the PTA. Well, I had been treasurer of the PTA for three years, and uh, most of the people in PTA know you're not supposed to do that. And the only reason I did that was I couldn't get anybody else to take it on. And I said, well, what were you doing in your previous PTA? He says, I was treasurer. <laughs> well, the next day, now, I'm coaching soccer, you know, the things I love to do. The only reason I was coaching soccer was they said my son wouldn't get to play if I wasn't willing to be a coach. Well, you know, I had two fathers walk up to me and say, Mixon, we've been watching you coach, and we want to let you know that we both have been coaching the, our son's older son's brothers for, for years, and we were considering taking over and, and coaching but uh, only under one condition. I said, well, what's that? He says, we really only need two coaches. <laughs> and I mean, it in four days, about my entire time was, was totally upended. And I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this sounds like a God thing to me, but I'm not real sure yet. <laughs> I said, you know, these crazy old goats get up at 6 a.m. to have breakfast at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Well, if I wake up tomorrow without my alarm, I'm going to take it as a sign. <laughs> well, you know what? Six o'clock the next morning, I woke up wide awake, laying in bed going, yeah, this is, this is something. I'm not sure whether I was pleased or not, but I knew it was a sign. So I go down to the breakfast and I meet all these fellas. I mean, they were just neat. They got down on their knees to pray. I, I, you know, I don't know about some of you, but it was the first time I can ever remember seeing a bunch of guys get down on their knees and pray. And I knew, I mean, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt I was exactly where I was supposed to be. And there had been miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles from that group. It, it's really been a, an unbelievably God thing in my life. Yeah, isn't it? and you can just tell, right? It's just... Oh, wow, yeah. this this has been orchestrated. This is something that's absolutely beautiful. Now, I know that through Bill's story, something came up in your heart. And so there's the idea of the show is that you got to share that. you got to call us, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH, God's Car Show today. Of course, you know, I wanted to continue on, you know, obviously – they had, you know, you were talking about volunteers. I'm going to tell you, Sweetwater, I'm going to guess they had over 50 people, right, that are out there registering cars, helping people do this, that, and the other. I mean, it's just when God shows up, he brings a crowd. Have you ever noticed that, Bill? So, <laughs> anyway, when we come back, more of God's Car Show, but it wouldn't be the same unless you call us, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Little GTO, you really look at Three deuces and a four-speed and a 389. Listen to her tacking up now. Listen to her whine. Oh, it's God's Car Show today on The Christian Car Guys Show. 
When did you see a way that you could tune into WGOD, God's voice, to where you knew, okay, he was in this. And and as I said, this car show that I was at last weekend was so cool. And I have some pictures, if you go to christiancarguy.com, that you can see within the picture. They show um, kind of what that looked like. They had a Volkswagen truck there. I think it was a 63 model if you could imagine, this was a four-door, looked like a Volkswagen bus, but it had a truck back to it. And the engine was in the rear of this big thing. And, oh, my goodness. I mean, you just had to see it to believe it. It was the winner of the entire show. And they had this Camaro I was telling Bill about that had this blower on the engine and, and uh, you know. <laughs> you should see him. He's just absolutely lit up. <laughs> Well, the tachometer in that thing was just awesome. So I couldn't help but think when I was putting this song together that, you know, how fun, how fun that all these people came in. And again, it was my job. I knew the way that they structure this thing is they really want people to come to Christ. That's really their heart's desire. It, it, and so they structure it. So the event starts at 10. And at 11, they start bringing out all this food, which is an absolute feast. But before you get your trophies, which is obviously, you know, they have the judges that have got to decide and do all the scoring and whatever. Well, this is the point right before they hand out the trophies that Robbie speaks, you know, just about 10 minutes before they hand out the trophies. So then I get an opportunity to speak. So you can imagine, like, if all of a sudden you're given an opportunity to speak <laughs> to a group of mixed people. In other words, there's a lot of people there that go to church, but there's a lot of people there that just love cars. And so I'm like, God, you got to give me something. I know a few people that do both. Yeah. Yeah. And the pastor there that came out of the car business too. So that helps. And everybody's so behind this thing, but I'm praying, God, give me something that I know. And what he gave me was so wonderful. He said, Robbie, I want you to tell these people the two most strategic, the two most, the best pieces of advice you ever got in your life. And I don't know if you've ever sat down and thought, what would be the two best pieces of advice you ever got in your life? Well, number one for me was when you pray, you got two ears and one mouth, so do the math. <laughs> Listen twice as much as you talk, which was hugely instrumental, I can tell you. And that's how a lot of the way that I tune my heart to WGOD is to this day when I pray, I really do try to listen twice as much as I talk. The other piece of advice I got from Norman Vincent Peale when I got his, and it was to get up an hour early every single morning, an hour earlier, and pray that God would show you what the word means, but read the Bible. And when I originally heard that, it seemed crazy. But Norman Vincent Peale knew that, what? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so when you're tuning your heart to hear through the word of God, and you know what his voice sounds like, it's like, how huge is that? And I shared some stories with the folks there on, on how God had done that very thing for me. A and I bet he's done it for you. And so I want to, I really want to encourage you to call us at 866-348-7884 and share your tuning story. Yes, uh, Norman Vincent Peale made a huge difference in my life. His book, The Power of Positive Thinking, I was sitting down and reading that after I'd gotten married and right before my first child was going to be born. And I was dealing with a drinking problem. And you get about two-thirds of the way into the book before you realize he's a, a, yeah, a, a minister, <laughs> you know. And um, 
I got down on my knees and I said, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I stood up sober. I mean, and I've been sober ever since. But you know, accepting Christ was number one. Marry this girl was number two. And quit drinking was number three. Yeah, isn't that cool? I mean, something to really think in your own life. If you had something to share with somebody that you felt like would be of value, you know, what would that be? And, and I couldn't think of anything better than to tune your heart, man, to be able to hear from God, because that's how the Kendricks brothers got those ideas out. That's how Bill got his idea on being the part of the Gideons, which hands out Bibles, by the way. I mean, how strategic can oh, that I be? I want to put in a plug that we got what was formerly known as the Dixie Classic Fair that's now called the Carolina Classic Fair. It's set up and running right now, and the Republicans have a wonderful booth that I got to help set up. We'd love for you in our area to come visit the fair and make sure you come by the Republican booth. And right down the line, there's uh, another group that's passing out Bibles to students and um, sharing the good word and answering some questions. So please keep the fair in your mind for the next few days. The fair is what he said, actually. The he fair. said that in Southern, so it sounded more like he said fair, but it's fair. It's the Dixie Classic, Classic Fair. fair. <laughs> It's actually the Carolina Classic Fair. Right, right. So anyway, I have been, you know, looking, and really I get up an hourly, or actually more than that, to, to study in the mornings. And I've been studying the 119th Psalm. And if you do that long, you'll, you'll understand why Paul Bunyan was so clear on how you need to cleave to your testimony. And, and the way you think about this is when you have actually been an eyewitness of something that God has done, and you share that with somebody, that is where, according to Acts, you know, you'll receive power from a high to be my witness. Well, what did you witness? Like if somebody said, what did you see? What did you see? That clearly, oh, well, that was God, right? If you saw the Hendricks Brothers movie, you, you, if the Hendricks Brothers movie, you'd say, oh, yeah, that, that child coming on February 14th, 2011, that was God. I mean, that is so clearly. Or, or, or if, if you watch the crowd and the love and all this stuff at the Sweetwater Baptist car show, you would say, oh, that was God. But the, but the clear thing that we have that really to share, which is so important, which is why I have loved your calls for all these years, and I'm kind of shocked that nobody's calling. I wonder if our phones are down. But when we had this problem, because Spectrum had their problem yesterday. But the number for you to call and share, because that's where your power is, is 866-348-7884. And here's the reason why. Because there's all these people out there that have experienced what you've experienced. And you encourage so many when they hear your story of where you saw God do something. Yeah, folks wonder why God answers some prayers and doesn't answer other prayers. And th this is my own theology. You don't have to buy into it. But the way I look at it, God knows ahead of time what I'm going to do with what he gives me. God knows the first day. God knows the last day. If I ask for something and God knows that I'm going to take what he's going to give me to encourage and build up others, if I'm going to take what he gives me and I'm going to share that experience and help people experience God, if I'm going to take it and lead people to Christ, why wouldn't he give it to me? Yeah, and a perfect example of that is the Jesus Labor Love Bill. Because I, I can remember when I was originally praying, God, I know you want more from this show. So he said, well single moms and widows are out there struggling, right, to get the cars fixed. They're struggling because they don't have transportation. So I want you to start this ministry, which seemed a bit crazy. But 
And so I actually had my own fleece like you. Well, if you want this, God, I'm going to have to just call a, a different market and see what they say. And I called a repair place actually in Greenville, South Carolina, because I live in Winston. And the man said, well, you know, Robbie, I, because I gave the idea to him. And he said, well, you know, Robbie, you can't outgive God. I'll take part and I'll help you any way I can. And so then I reached out to my friends here. And the next thing you know, this happened. But I cannot tell you how many times that I've called car repair shops, different situations where you thought there just seemed to be no way. <laughs> just seemed to be no way. Um, and, and all of a sudden, the person on the other end, I'll never forget this one record driver, somewhere in Kentucky. And this guy clearly was not a question. I mean, not a Christian. And he was so mad at me. Like, you expect me to give away a free tow? And I'm like, well, sir, she doesn't have any. You know, da, da, da. And, and he, 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 but he wouldn't hang up. <laughs> and I just kept on saying, sir, I really know you can do this. I know you can. And, and, and he said, well, if I do this, will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> I, and promise to never, ever, ever call me back again? I said, yes, sir, I do. And 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 so, you know, he gave away that. I'll never, ever forget that. Well, I talked about that on the show the next week, and I had a listener call from somewhere, like in Greensboro, and they knew this guy from Kentucky, and they're like, the fact that you got that man to give away a toe is beyond shocking. You know, like, <laughs> I know that man. And, and so, you know what I did? I... I I, I broke my word and I called him back and I said, man, I just got to tell you, so-and-so knows you and, and, and they want, want you to know that they're really proud of you. You know, they're from Greensboro, North Carolina. He goes, you know, I didn't want you to call me back again, but I'm glad you did. You know, it was, I, I wasn't asking this time. I was just, you know, sharing, but it was some of those things, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I, that's clearly a God idea. So I'm so thankful that I see a call is coming in. But I need your call. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. How do you know when it's a God idea? Excited to hear your calls when we come back. This is the Truth Network. Amazing love, how can it be? Be my king to die for me. Amazing love, I know it's true. It's my joy to Amazing love, and this is the God's Car Show show today on <laughs> Christian Car Guy Show. And We've been talking about these wonderful God ideas, and how do you know that that's one? And I had promised to talk about the Zion quickly. I do have some wonderful calls I'm going to get to in just a second. But the letter Zion in the Hebrew alphabet uh, is highlighted in Psalm 119. It gives you eight verses on this letter. And the idea of the Zion really is it's a female energy, <clears throat> and we are the bride of Christ, okay? so And it's how the glory of God is reflected back up to him. And, and quite often, just like in the Last Supper, it comes through remembering, right? Remember me, right? When you take this bread and when you take this wine. Well, in Psalm 119, 55, there's a beautiful verse. It says, I've remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night. 
and have kept thy law. And I, I've often thought, wouldn't it be cool that in my dreams, while I'm dreaming, I could remember to call on the name of the Lord. I just think that's awesome that David had that. But it also could mean in the dark seasons when things are looking bleak and you need a lot of light, you need to call on his name. But as I, as I actually heard a commentary on this, this is something I just wanted to share with you all today because I think it's such a nugget that I'm going to keep in my heart. And that is that what they felt like King David was saying here was that if, if you are suffering, can you imagine how much God is suffering? Because if you're a parent and you watch your child suffer, like, oh my gosh, is it hard, Bill, or is it hard, right? To watch them go into, wheeling them into the operating room or whatever. Now, just imagine God has got all these children. They don't know Jesus. You can imagine the amount he suffers. And so if I'm in those dark seasons to remember Wow, if I'm suffering, how much more is God suffering? It's almost mind-boggling to me. I, th- I think that's an absolutely beautiful concept. I didn't want to not share it with you today. It has to do with the letter Zion, and it has to do with remember. Like, remember God is in this. And so sometimes we wonder, why is all, all this suffering happening? Well, oh my goodness, if we're suffering, believe me, Dad is suffering all the more. We have William is calling from Taylor, South Carolina. William, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for all you're doing. Um, it is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Oh. I believe that's also from someone. It is. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was afflicted in a very good way, and my atomic bomb-sized WGOD hearing from God moment took place in a jail cell where I just looked up through the ceiling and honestly from my heart said, God, if all that Jesus stuff that I used to say I believed when I was a kid is really true, then I need to know right now, otherwise I'm done with this miserable life. And his faith just flooded me like immersion, you know, in a, like sitting down in a hot tub. It just completely covered me with belief. And as solid as I know that granted is rock, uh, I, the truth of the gospel just hit me. And from that moment on, from that atomic bomb moment, there have now been every day uh, a good-sized bonfire every morning <laughs> when, when I stop and say, God, please, let me fall a little bit more in love with Jesus as I read your word, and and I go through this old-fashioned Bible reading plan, the um, McShane uh, Bible reading. You get you get the New Testament twice in a year, and you get the Old Testament once in a year, and uh, just a daily uh, moment with him to start every day. Uh, it's just it it has kept going ever since that big bomb moment went off. Now I have a nice uh, you know bonfire every morning so that's that's how i tune in every day well, William, I, ha- I have to tell you i get letters we do all the time from people in prison because they have radios <laughs> and, and they can yeah. listen to us and so maybe you're 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 in prison today and you're hurting i hope you heard what william said uh, you know i bet you there's a lot of you had similar experiences when you're a kid and and when you're afflicted you're in a better position in a jail cell than, than, than the guy sitting in the high-rise somewhere that has no clue he's afflicted. Would you agree, William? 
Absolutely. That, that I, I don't know why God works the way He does, but He does, and it has uh, saved my soul, and I have an eternal joy that will never be shaken, even when awful things happen on a day-to-day basis. There's always the rock below which I cannot fall. That is so beautiful, William. I can't tell you how much it yeah. means to me to hear that. I got another yeah. caller. I got to get to time. Thank you, William. God bless. What a what a powerful story. Keep Made up. my day. Bye bye. All right, we got Teresa is in Winston Salem. Hello, Teresa. Teresa, if you turn off your radio, it'll help so you don't hear that double talk. It's it's hard. Hi. All right. I apologize. I'm sorry. I was in another room. I'm sorry about that. How are you? I am awesome. I'm excited to hear what you have. Well, I just wanted to share a story. I thought it's a sad story. Um, my husband and I lost our 25-year-old son five months ago. Oh, wow. And um, it, it was a sudden sudden thing. And, you know, our world just fell apart. I'll bet. Um, we have been in a, a homeless situation for several months trying to help him through his um, recovery journey and things like that. And when this happened, it was just devastating. Well, come to find out, our pastor had spoken to a woman at church, and she said that she was going to buy a new car. And God had put on her heart not to sell the old car, that somebody was going to need it. And our pastor spoke to her, told her our story, and God blessed us through her with uh, a Honda CRV. Wow. And it was just amazing that, you know, we're living out of our car now, but it was just such a blessing that every time we get in this car, it reminds us of our son, you know, and had he not died, we wouldn't have this this incredible blessing from God. Um, but Teresa, what, what was your son's name? Dakota. Dakota. Oh, I love that name. Did, did I yeah. hear you say you're living out of your car? Yeah. That, that's right. We, we stay in the motel when we can. Um, I do work. My husband's disabled. And um, so we stay in the motel when we can. But um, oh, we've only yeah, got, we're, unfortunately... We're Bill, I'm sorry. We only go hold, about... Hold on after we... Don't don't go away at the end of the show. I want to talk to you. Yeah, I know Bill does, and and, and we'll okay. get your information. I, I... But anyway, I know we need to pray for you right now, Teresa. That's what I would love, love, love to do. So, Jesus, thank you for Teresa. Thank you so much for her courage to call, and, and we pray for her heart, all of us listening. To lose a son is unthinkable. At 25 is even just really beyond our... But we thank you for Dakota. We thank you for his life. And we thank you for what, what you're going to do in Teresa's life. And, and uh, we just pray that you would encourage her, that you would provide for her family, for her husband, and that you would make a way where there seems to be no way. I thank you again for her courage to call. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you, Teresa. So, thank you so much. So beautiful. So beautiful. Hang on, because I know Bill wants to talk to you, okay? Thank you, Abby. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Okay. So, wow. You can find out more about Our Jesus Labor Love for single moms and widows and stuff like that at christiancarguy.com. And, and, I, and I'm praying that, 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 that 
we'll all tune in to WGOD this week. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. This is The Truth Network.